Hi, friends. I want to take a sec to talk to you about Greenlight, the folks sponsoring this ad. This is especially important for you parents out there, because as your kids get older, some things about parenting are going to get easier, like, you know, maybe not having to dress your kid every morning, but other things do not, like having that conversation about money. Because the fact is that kids won't ever really know how to manage their money until they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. So Greenlight is a debit card and a money app that's made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while the kids and the teens, they're going to build up confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. I have Greenlight debit cards for both of my kids, and I can't tell you what a difference I see in their relationship to money. So with the Greenlight app, the kids learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely, and they have games in the app to teach money skills in a fun and accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chores feature. I am a big fan where you can set up one-time or recurring chores that customize to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. And I got to tell you this, in my family, no chores, no money. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families can navigate this whole thing together. So sign up for Greenlight today and you're going to get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash radio headspace. That's greenlight.com slash radio headspace to try Greenlight for free. I mean, this is such a good deal. I got to say it one more time. Greenlight.com slash radio headspace. Get it, folks. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But... Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Headspace Hi everyone, it's Dr. Kristen Neff here, your guest host for the week. Welcome to Radio Headspace and Thursday. So our week on self-compassion continues. Today we're going to talk about how self-compassion enhances our well-being and gives us strength and resilience, especially in the face of things like trauma. 
So learning to practice self-compassion is one of the healthiest things you can do. There's so many ways that self-compassion increases both mental and physical health. And one of the ways it works is by reducing shame and self-criticism, which are responsible for things like anxiety, depression. I mean, if you think about it, self-compassion helps us deal with the real tough stuff in life. And so in this way, we can think of self-compassion as a form of coping and emotional resilience. So the research shows it's very important for mental health. Um, and if you think about why that is, self-compassion, again, is how we are with our suffering, how we're with the tough stuff. And so when we aren't self-compassionate, when we criticize ourselves or just shame ourselves for things, we tend to become anxious. We tend to become depressed. So self-compassion reduces negative states of mind. And the reason for this is because self-compassion feels good, right? It feels good when we're kind to ourselves. Kindness is a positive emotion. It feels good when we're mindful and present with life as opposed to avoiding it or constantly trying to escape it. It also enhances physical well-being because, of course, mind and body are connected. One of the biggest strengths of self-compassion is in coping and resilience. You know, actually one of the myths about self-compassion, something that gets in the way is people think self-compassion is gonna make them weak. <laughs> the research shows it's just the opposite. People who can be compassionate toward themselves about the traumas they faced are less likely to develop post-traumatic stress syndrome. There was actually one study with combat soldiers that found that the level of self-compassion they had about the trauma they faced was more predictive of their well-being than the amount of action they saw overseas. So luckily, self-compassion isn't rocket science. It's actually not very difficult to give yourself compassion. It's just more challenging to remember to give it to yourself. So some very easy ways to give yourself compassion is one, simply asking, how would I treat a friend in this situation? That will give you a clue to maybe how to treat yourself. Another very easy way to give yourself compassion is through physical touch, putting your hands on your heart, cradling your face in your hands, giving yourself some physical warmth and support as a way to give yourself compassion. Another way to bring in self-compassion is to take what we like to call a self-compassion break. That's when you intentionally bring in the three components of self-compassion. So maybe, you know, you're thinking of a challenge you have in your life, or maybe you're feeling badly about yourself. The first step is to bring in mindfulness, just to be aware, hey, this really hurts, this is hard right now, you know, to kind of turn toward it as opposed to turning away from it. And then you bring in a sense of common humanity. You remind yourself, I'm not alone. This is part of being human. There's nothing wrong with me for feeling this way. And then eventually, once you, once you use this form of practice of what would I say to a friend or what a friend would say to me, you actually learn to give yourself compassion directly. It starts becoming a habit. And it actually is something you can learn to practice and it becomes more natural over time. Okay, that's all for now. So tomorrow is my last day hosting Radio Headspace. So let's finish the week with some ways that self-compassion is not only good for us, but can also help us have better relationships with others. <laughs>
Thanks for listening, and I'll see you then. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.